How we feeling? Welcome to the How We Feel podcast. I'm Nate. I'm Joey, and we're two emotionally literate friends. On this podcast, we'll be talking everything from a place of empathy, emotion, and feeling. Welcome to episode four, Decisive Dating, on the How We Feel podcast. Let's do it. We've been talking about dating, relationships, everything in between, and we've been ranting. We have so much to say. So Nate, I wanted you to kick us off. Uh, Let's talk about settling. What does that look like? What does that mean? Why do you think people do it? I love it. I love it. Um, Obviously, this is the How We Feel podcast, and today we're really going to let you know how we feel. (laughs) Uh, we, We both have experience in here, both personally as well as the people around us that we've experienced and and seen Um, like you mentioned settling for me i view settling is obviously an external thing like in in this case dating more romantic relationships settling is obviously staying with a partner that isn't really what you're looking for or isn't offering you really what you need or desire from a relationship yes and I, once again, through my observations and even in my past, have have realized that settling occurs very easily. Settling mm. is obviously easy. Mm-hmm. It's safe. Ooh. And wow. there's a lot of people in my life, a lot of my close friends that have been in relationships, I'm not going to say any names, that have been in relationships <laughs> where, not in any judgmental way, but purely observational, like looking at the individuals, yeah. wow, like this person is amazing and has so much potential and is so driven and kind and compassionate, intelligent and attractive mm. and their partner Oof. is, and like, it, it makes me think that, I think it was a tweet I saw that was like, if you have to try to sell your partner to your friends, Ooh. if you have to hand them their Instagram with a specific picture of, <laughs> we got a problem. If you can hand them the phone and your friend can just scroll through it. Oh, and once again, that's purely physical, which is not what we're speaking about, but it's a a bad joke. If they can just scroll through it. Oh, intelligent and working hard, doing this thing, Mm -hmm. committed to themselves, understanding their their level of emotional intelligence, (laughs) working on that. These things that matter in a relationship, that is the important aspect. Joey, how have you, granted, potentially experienced or observed people settling what are your thoughts on that settling in a romantic relationship there's so much in there like you said it i think people are uh it's safety it's comfort Mm. it's longevity have we've been ranting about it's i've been with them for a while okay just because you've been doing something for a long time doesn't mean it's good right like Mm -hmm. you can deserve better you can earn better you can do better and Mm -hmm. so when better is possible accept better we know the cliche we accept the love that we think we deserve and i think a lot of it is really people's self-understanding is not quite there it's Mm -hmm. i am taking mediocrity i'm taking someone who's just there they're a body they're a person they've stayed Mm-hmm. But staying is easy, They've right? Stayed. Like wow. choosing to leave, choosing to move on, choosing to move forward is hard. I think oftentimes, I think about people being on par with one another, right? Like I want you mm-hmm. to like match up. I want mm-hmm. you to uh, do something different. 
My whole thing about romance and dating is I'm a whole person. I know about my wholeness. I am full. I am complete as I am by myself. I've been this way my entire life. I don't like the narrative of you need to find your other half, your better half. There's no one better than me. Right, like I want someone who's mm-hmm. gonna build with me. I want someone who's gonna challenge and support me. But yep. I think oftentimes people are finding a, a crutch, someone to like rely on and lean on. Is that a sibling? Is that a roommate? Mm-hmm. That may not be the romantic relationship you're looking for. And I think mm-hmm. when we are able to distinguish what we want out of uh, someone we are romantically linked to, then we can choose better for ourselves. Right? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I love that. I love that. It makes me think, like we discussed, understanding that that there are a lot of mediocre people out there. There are a lot of people that are okay with kind of the status quo. Yeah. And once again, not in a judgmental way, but if that's what you're looking for, if that's what you're okay with, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I see your potential. Ooh. I can look at you and be like, okay, like you have these goals, you have these ambitions, you have these aspirations. Yeah go after them and as you do so you commit to yourself fundamentally you will match and meet and connect with people Mm -hmm. that are interested in those similar things maybe not the specifics of it but the general aspect the aspirations the goals the habits the the intellect that you are you know, I think about standards and bare minimums. Like the, oh the bare minimum right now is in Dante's Inferno's seventh circle of hell. Like the floor <laughs> is couldn't be any lower because, oh, he was kind to me. Um, he was, he remembered my name. He remembered my siblings' names. There's a lot. You can expect more. You mm. are phenomenal. You deserve people who are wonderful, people who mm-hmm. are in awe of you and are also amazing and awesome themselves, mm-hmm. right? Like this... Uh, I have to take what I can get mentality, you're going to get very little, right? Like if Mm -hmm. that's your mentality, you deserve better. Don't settle. Don't stay. Don't just uh, roll over when who you want is out there. People who are going to honor you for the fullness of who you are. Uh, People who are going to recognize you for every single aspect, all the things that you do. They're going to remember the things that matter to you. They're going to pay attention. They're going to Mm -hmm. do things just because. You're not going to have to Mm -hmm. beg or uh, wallow. You're not going to have to complain, Mm -hmm. which makes me think about our next thing we wanted to get to, which was venting and emotional dependency on external people. Nate. (laughs) King of it. Tell us about it. I primarily the first thing that came to mind as we as we'd once again discussed was what are you looking for? I mean venting's fine, right? Like I mean gossip's a little aggressive, a little bit a little <laughs> bit out there, but yep. venting, right? How am I feeling? Yep. Right? Let's talk through it. Let me yes. understand you. Let me see you. Let me hold you in mm-hmm. that. Let me let me sit in that space with you. Okay. And when someone, granted as a life coach professionally, but also just personally, interpersonally yeah. in my own life, when someone comes with to me to vent, the first question I always ask after a few minutes of venting is, yeah. what are you looking for from me? Ooh. Do you want me to hold space? Do you okay. want solutions? Do you want me to call you out on some Ooh. of your own BS? Like whatever those things are, like what are you looking for What from me? Yes. And stepping into that place not only allows me to navigate the situation in a way Mm -hmm. that the person is looking for, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like it challenges the person that you're, that is venting to go, wait, 
what am I doing here? What, like, what wait, are you we've doing? had we've had this conversation, or I've whatever spoken to my mom, spoken okay. to my friend, now yes. to you, yes. to my therapist. Oh my gosh, my boyfriend, he's such a bum. Oh my gosh, it's so annoying. Oh my gosh, my girlfriend, like I just don't understand her. Yes. She does X Y Z. I just don't know. Okay, that's great. Let me understand you. Let me hold space for that. Mm-hmm. The feedback is, sir, we've we've had this conversation four and five times now. Correct. I will not be having it again. You have an opportunity to act yes. and say, oh, I need to make a change. Yes. This this discomfort, this, this uneasiness that I am sharing consistently with mm-hmm. people around me means I am uncomfortable. Yes. This is not working for me. That's huge. What you just said is so significant. I think about... Yeah, it's your your sign to go. It's your sign to take action, right? Two things in there. When people come to me for uh, to vent or for advice, I ask, have you asked other people? Hmm. And did you take their advice? Did you apply it? And have you sat hmm. by yourself and thought about this? Like, have you journaled about it? Have you written down? What do you feel? Hmm. Yes, that. it's really important to work through your emotions with other people. Uh, that's what therapy is for. I highly recommend it. I go to therapy. Uh, I very rarely spend uh, a lot of emotional energy on other people talking to them about what I'm going through, right. um, especially if they're not going to have uh, the emotional capacity to do it with me. Great. <laughs> right. And at the same time, uh, what, do you, what are you looking for? What is the end goal from this? Because you were coming to a logical conclusion that you need to move on. I can't push you mm-hmm. over the finish line when the finish line is literally right in front of you. What more could you want? Hmm. Right? Hmm. That's I, huge. That makes me think specifically about the the aspects of the relationship itself. One thing we discussed was external dependency, <laughs> emotional dependency on other people. Wow. And it like you said, what are you looking for? What are, What is your end goal? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times when people get in relationships, that end goal is potentially marriage, right? Mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. a monogamous partner for life, whatever that mm. looks like. I take it a step further. I My end goal is to be surrounded by people that fulfill, uplift, mm. see, hold, respect, challenge me. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not getting that in a relationship, in a specific relationship right now, what am I doing? What are you doing? Not to say, not to say I have to push that person away forever, but it's not working for me. It's not benefiting me. Okay. Oh my goodness. I can show up in that relationship in a diminished role. Mm -hmm. I can adjust my boundaries within that relationship. I can step outside of a monogamous relationship and open up to more, um, widespread Mm -hmm. or large scale dating. Perfect. It, it, in my own experience, I've had, being an emotionally intelligent, literate man, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of women very much connect with me on an emotional level. Uh-huh. And for me, it's such, it's so confusing. I mean, once again, I'm, I'm a life coach by, by practice. Mm-hmm. I love listening to people. I love understanding people. It's naturally a thing I've always done and, and enjoyed. But it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm almost dating your boyfriend. Like, I know everything about this guy. I know all of his flaws. I know what he did last Thursday night. I know who he was texting. I know who he went skiing with. Like, I know the details, sis. And guess what? (laughs) If I was dating your boyfriend, my decision would be drop him. Yep. Break up with your boyfriend. Send him a message. Yes. 
Stay good. Stay good. <laughs> Thanks for the good times. Take care. Go. Yes, because why are we consistently having the same conversation over and over and over? You don't like him. You mm-hmm. don't like them. You don't like her. Mm-hmm. Whoever mm-hmm. it is, you don't like them. They're not doing what you need them to do. And like we just talked about, the only thing we have control over is ourselves, right? This person's not going to change. We're not supposed mm-hmm. to be trying to change people. That's not our role. That's not good. That's not healthy. What we have control over is ourselves and our responses. Where we've talked and talked and talked, the logical conclusion is to take action. It's time to take action, and the action is letting go. Mm-hmm. Just because we've been together for a long period of time, we got together during the pandemic, we feel uh, like we are obligated. We owe that person. We don't owe anyone anything, especially our hearts, right? Our no. souls, our time, right? People uh, who are going to give us what we need are out there. And why are we staying here? Like we talked about in previous episodes, right? Like the home that we're looking for, that someone who wants to stay permanently, it's going to be there. Someone who right. honors like the, the space you've created. Not someone who kind of takes it for granted, who has a man cave, or who uh, disrespects your space. The space, that's, the space that is you. You deserve right. better. Do you believe that? Mm-hmm. And are you willing to do what it takes to get better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love how you mentioned the action aspect of it. And going back to that first point that you made of... We accept the love we think we deserve. I used to hear that and be like, oh, it's like some Romeo and Juliet stuff. Like, I don't even know <laughs> what that mean. stars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what are we talking about? But in reality, it's an opportunity, an obligation, a responsibility to yourself mm-hmm. to raise your vibration, to raise Ooh. your self-love, to yes. choose yourself to a place where it's like, unapologetic like man like this relationship isn't doing it for me absolutely we've been in it a year six years ten years whatever it's not doing it for me i'm grateful for you i appreciate you yeah i'm out of here yeah it's time to go and so how do we know when it's time to go nate how should we know when to separate leave break up whatever it might be a great question a great question i think once again primarily it's the opportunity to through like you said if your decision is to vent or open up or or share those feelings of emotion with other people and then primarily allowing yourself to reflect on those conversations as well as even just those feelings you're those emotions you're feeling yourself when it's a point of This isn't really working for me. It's a point of consistent contention. There's, there's, like I said, a lot of times within these kind of external dependent relationships, emotionally dependent relationships that I've developed, Mm -hmm. and I'm now (laughs) reluctantly trying to navigate, um, is the ability to Hmm. perceive yourself within that relationship Mm -hmm. and say okay, this is consistently a theme. Yes. He consistently does. He treats me. She Mm. treats me. She doesn't offer. We've talked about. Give it, I mean, give it a shot. Talk about it. Obviously, communicate that, that need, that desire. Yeah. If it is not there on a consistent basis, it is okay. And I would say necessary for you to leave. 
Yeah, that's huge. What you just said has struck me. Like, if you don't trust that person to talk to them about them, that's a sure sign that something's going on, especially if you're talking to other people. And Mm -hmm. lastly, if you're not able to communicate how you feel or you're apathetic or you are uh, blasé about talking to them or being with them, it's just kind of, I'm there to be there. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like eating uh, butter pecan ice cream. It's there, I'll eat it if I have to, but give me some chocolate chip cookie dough, Ben and Jerry's (laughs) always, right? Like, when better is possible, go get better and not just stay there because it's a it's offered to you, right? I think we we you'd mentioned in the past choosing the relationship, mm. choosing the connection. Mm-hmm. If it becomes a thing of like, will I feel, will you feel, will you always say, well Oof. I'm not sure, that is conflict. Yeah. It's okay if it becomes a pattern. I it's it's prevalent you're not choosing our relationship, you're not choosing me. Mm. That's when it becomes an issue. Absolutely. And with that, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. Thank you. You're listening to the How We Feel podcast. We'll be right back with the Feel For You segment. Welcome back to the Feel For You segment where we give you some tangible tips on how to apply what we've been talking about all episode. Nate's going to kick us off. Perfect. Thanks, Joey. So primarily we wanted to talk about the ventee slash venter relationship as the ventee or the person getting vented to allowing yourself to set a time limit. How long am I going to allow this to go on? Mm-hmm. How long does this work for me? I love mm-hmm. this person. I want to be there for them. I want to hold space. But what works for me? And sticking to that. The second point, asking the person who is venting, your friend, your sibling, your parent, whoever, hopefully not your parent, but maybe, <laughs> what are you looking for from me? Mm-hmm. Hold space, answers, solutions, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Be open with that. Therefore, you can navigate that conversation in a way that works for you as well as them. Absolutely. And on the other side of that, we have the venter, the person who's doing the venting. Who are the two people that I would choose to speak with? That's it. You get two, y'all. You got to calm it down. After you leave those interactions, you need to leave with what is my action that I want to take? And then you need to take Mm -hmm. it right? Mm -hmm. You should have those people you vented to hold you accountable. I said I was going to break up. I said I was going to move on. I said I was going to change this behavior. That's what we came up with. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Having your friends, your relationships show up and hold you accountable, challenge you. That's the important part. Moving on, we have apathy. How am I feeling about this person that I'm in a relationship with? Reflecting on it. When I, like we've talked about before in previous episodes, when I leave this interaction with this person, Mm. how do I feel? Mm -hmm. Restless, restful, fulfilled. Do I feel uncertain? Do I feel uncomfortable? How do I feel about this person? On the flip side of that is passion, right? We don't want to feel ambiguous about the people we're having relationships with in Mm. any way, shape or form, especially romantic. I want to always feel something meaningful for the person I'm with, right? It's an active choice. I wanna choose you again Mm. and again, unapologetically, unabashedly. I have to feel something significant with you continually. Hmm. I love that. 
I love that. The last thing that we came up with for you is to choose better. Absolutely. And choosing better means so many different things, right? It's when we know that better things are possible that we make the moves to have them, right? When we see the goal, we move towards it. When there's an opportunity or an option, uh, we take the option, right? Mm -hmm. If there's a choice, you choose better instead of staying where you are. Absolutely. You trust yourself in that opportunity and you move towards something that works for you better. Thank you for joining us on the How We Feel podcast. There'll be new episodes soon. I'm Nate. I'm Joey. We're excited to have you along on this journey. We've got so much more ahead of us, including anger, uncertainty, social justice, and everything in between. Keep checking in with yourself. How we feeling? Peace. Oh, man, that's my favorite thing to look. I'm going to cut out that small pause where we're like, wait, what should we do? Uh, that's good stuff. <laughs>